Hey, beautiful people, this is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy slash March 2.0 astrological overview. I want to give you guys a sep- I wanted to give you guys a separate episode for the Aries season that's happening in the midst of our Pisces season or month or the month of March because the energy is so different um, that it can affect you in a multitude of ways. And so I wanted to be very clear and transparent, but I didn't want to cause any confusion when it comes to how everything is explained because the transition going from Pisces season into Aries season, which is happening on the 20th is very different and it is it is going to it's it's beautiful because it's just in time for that full moon in Libra which is happening at the end of the month on the 28th and so that is a very big thing that is happening and I'll be able to divulge more in more into that but this will be a part two of the first astrological overview because some people may be experiencing a lot of this happening now so because energy is so fluid and because astrologically things happen, the energy, the, the way the planets are placed can affect people differently. It's very important that I share this. And I, I, you know, I, I want you guys to have the utmost information that you need and that you can have to process, because I'm telling you, um, a lot of things are about to be coming up and a lot of more things are about to be coming up in our personal lives, but also external to us. And I made a conscious decision at the top of the year to focus a lot more um, consistently on us individually. And so mostly because I was so tired of talking about how everything was affecting us in 2020, I was tired and drained, but it's necessary in order for me to continue doing this the way that I'm doing it to be completely open and transparent with you guys and be honest with you about what it is that I feel and see. And so I am giving you guys this particular episode, which is going to include a little bit about how the thing, how you may see things playing out externally, but most importantly in your own personal life, because to me, that's the most important thing, our personal lives, how we show up every day, how we engage with the world every day and what we're bringing to the world every day. Every day. And so our mind, body, and soul for me is the utmost of importance. Everything else falls back, even though it does contribute to how we show up. And so that is why I'm doing this episode for you guys as well. Okay. So first I want to, um, give you guys a, if you please get a, a pen paper, if you haven't already, most of you already do that naturally when it comes to my podcast, cause you say you, you take a lot of notes and I appreciate that. Um, but this is something that also I want you to be mindful of doing that, uh, get you some pen and paper if you are needing to process this at a later time, because again, a lot of the dates are further off in March. And and I like to do these at the beginning of the month so that you can kind of have a heads up on how it may play out and you can prepare yourself and, um, yeah, going forward. Okay. So We spoke about the new moon that is happening in Pisces on the 13th that will be happening in Pisces. We already spoke about that in the midst of Pisces season on March 13th. We also spoke about the full moon that is happening on the 28th in Libra. We spoke about in depth uh, Libra. We spoke about it's the way it shows up and what it typically uh, what it typically shows up as and how it 
benefit you and how it could also affect the way that you are seeing things going through your life in general going forward. We also spoke about the, what full moons signify and the importance of full moons, right? So I want to speak a, a lot more about Aries season, which happens on the 20th, which is eight days before, give or take, before uh, the Libra full moon. Now we're going to have some significant things happening prior to Aries season happening, starting. It's going to be the sun, which currently is in Pisces and will be in Pisces at this time conjunct with Pluto. What does that mean? Or trying Pluto. That means it's in very close vicinity and it's connected with Pluto. Pluto is the planet of death, transformation, and rebirth. And a lot of people don't really like to talk about Pluto, but last year Pluto was a was the headliner and Pluto is still a big headliner because Pluto is currently in Aquarius and we have a lot of Aquarian energy going on still that people aren't talking about much because you know it's not a trend but I want to tell you that Pluto is still doing a lot of things Pluto is still very much so um doing a lot and Pluto will remain and continue to do a lot, right? We have Jupiter in Aquarius, Pluto in Aquarius. We have a lot of things going on in Aquarius. And Pluto is considered the father of the phoenix, right? It's the father of the phoenix as it's rising from the ashes. It's a symbol that it, it represents rebirth. It represents, and it's so crazy, guys. I'm going to say this little side bit. It's so crazy that I am mentioning Pluto and how it's the father of um, <laughs> the father of the Phoenix, because in a design that I'm creating, the Phoenix is a very, very powerful staple point in the shirt and in the collection in general. And um, the fact that I'm releasing it during this, you know, do, while I'm creating it during this time is very, very significant. So that's a personal tab. It's something that I'm going to have to really meditate on and think about how God is working things out in that way. It's really crazy. But anyway, so Pluto is the uh, father of the Phoenix and it is symbolizing rebirth, death, (sighs) transformation. Um, It governs the act of the ultimate survival. It's a never ending cycle of beginnings and endings with Pluto. Okay. Pluto's quality is a metamorphosis, almost catalyst for change and you cannot over emphasize its importance at all because Pluto is the slowest moving planet in the solar system but it also holds a huge impact because it's aiding in your ability to transform and it's aiding in your ability to fight and triumph over whatever odds and obstacles you may be experiencing okay so Pluto is going to intensify it's going to strengthen it's going to really magnify whatever it touches on a deeply penetrating way deeply deeply in a deeply penetrating way okay so because we have a lot of things that is going on externally to our lives and internally to our lives, this planet is going to show up and uncover 
many of the fundamental issues that you're having in your life. And that is even things that have happened that have caused endings. That's illness. That is um, anything that's hidden or unseen, right? Um, And buried. So secrets, undercover work, strategic planning, roots, plants, vegetables, gardenings, um, everything. Pluto is very impactful. Okay. So being that Pluto will be connected very closely with Pisces during this time, you can definitely expect your spirituality to be questioned, your ideas of spirituality, religion, beliefs, um, your ability to see beyond the surface, your, the way that you look at relationships, the way that you look at your existence in those relationships, the way that you have viewed your identity to be questioned, not only questioned, but challenged, tested because why? Because we're in the phase of rebirth. There is a phase of rebirth that is happening and there is a space that you are being forced to show up to. Now, is it easy? Absolutely not. Because if you hear me switching pages, it's because I'm making notes as I am um, talking to you guys and highlighting. But if you notice during this time, you're going to be extra sensitive extra sensitive when it comes to your thoughts about anything that has to do with beneath the surface. You're going to feel very challenged. You're going to feel like you are really being turned inside out because everything that you knew or everything that you know or thought to be true is going to feel as though it's not. It's going to feel as though you're you're a walking You're just a walking uh, contradiction of everything you thought you believed. And why is that? It's because there is a massive transformation that is happening. There's a massive uproar that is going to be happening when it comes to anything metamorphosis, anything that has to do with, you know, spirituality, astrology, astronomy. People are going to be looking more into it. People are going to be wanting to know more about it because Pisces rules um, spirituality and meta metaphysical things. So you may also feel very emotional during this time. Not, not may you will feel very emotional during this time because there are going to be parts of yourself that are coming up that you are not ready for, that you're not open to, that you may have thought you had gotten beyond and you didn't have to address anymore. You're going to find yourself having to revisit those things, be it in the flesh or through your dreams or in a very spiritual way. This is going to require you to build that emotional safe space for the intensity that's, that could potentially unfold. You're going to have to have a sense of emotional intelligence to get through this. And if you don't, this will be what what serves as a catalyst for you to obtain it. Pisces in nature, right? You may find that you're having this rebirth in your creativity. You may be wanting um, 
to be more selfless? How do I become more selfless? It's a rebirth. And if you're a person who operates in a more selfish type of way, you're a person who is looking out for you only, you're a person who deals with you mostly, and you're looking out for you firstly, you may find that you are challenged to look outside of that. It's about community. It's about helping people. It's about allowing yourself to indulge in what matters most. It's about allowing yourself to be open to what matters most and not focusing on just you and the now, because it is not about just you and the now when it comes to collectiveness, when it comes to building a family, when it comes to building a home, when it comes to building a business, when it comes to choosing a path, you're going to have to include and taking it taking account other people and other things and other entities, right? So this could be where you are finding yourself very challenged. You're natural. If you're a person who's naturally a soft, sensitive person, you could be having a rebirth in that space where you're coming off more abrupt. You're, you're standing up more for yourself. You're not allowing your sensitive nature to be taken advantage of anymore. So with Pluto being connected to Pisces, it's going to really challenge how, especially with it being in Aquarius, with Pluto being in Aquarius, going against the sun, which is in Pisces during this time, it is going to force you to think about your life and your your identity in a spiritual sense, in a creative sense, in an emotionally intelligent sense, intelligently, in a very innovative way in a way that surpasses how you would have normally thought about something or how you would normally have um, processed something or how you would engage with other people. It's going to challenge you in a way to do more, think more outside of your natural box. Okay? So Pluto, even though it moves slow and you have to understand it's not gonna be a drastic change. This is something that you're gonna notice is going to hit the core and then it's gonna slowly, it's like a, a deeply, it's like if you have a pot filled with, um, let's say it's filled with Play-Doh and it, it's thick and it's, you got to moisten it so that it can be more able to, to, you know, stir it and mix up it. But you got to get to the bottom of where that Play-Doh is, right? To that thickness of that, that yeast or whatever. And you have to turn it and that slow yearn and churn of that spoon or whatever utensil you're using to turn it is what it's going to feel like with Pluto in Aquarius going against the sun in Pisces. It's going to be a slow turn, right? A very slow turning process that is going to change everything you think you know about whatever area it's affecting in your life, okay? So that's the sun. And then you have Venus, which will also follow it and be connecting with Pluto, which is in Aquarius. So the sun is about how you see yourself. It's about your beliefs. It's about how people view you. It's about, you know, you or the appearance of you, right? And then you have Venus, which is about aesthetics. It's about, you know, loving and how does something smell? How does something taste? How does something feel? What is the benefit in it? For me, it's the it's the Venetian way, right? And that also going with Pluto that is in Aquarius. Venus is going to be in Pisces. So that is going to challenge also. How superficial are you? How, you know, superficial have you have been? Have you have been? How much is it that you're needing to step outside of the seriousness of you and loosen up a bit? Maybe this is you needing to be more vain. 
needing to adore yourself more, needing to look at the beauty in which you really hold. Perhaps you are someone who really never looks at yourself that way. You don't really take a lot of pride in how you appear to others because you're so focused on the groundwork. Maybe this is where you show up for yourself and give yourself that, uh, allow yourself that space to really be transformed because you've done the work internally, but your external doesn't reflect that, which isn't a bad thing, but it is when you can't look at the beauty in who you are, when you don't see it reflected, when you want to allow yourself to be that, but you're sto so stoic that it, it makes it difficult, right? And it's really, really interesting how Venus is going to be Venus, which will be in Pisces, which will be shifting. Venus is also going to shift into Aries. So before it gets to Aries in Aries season, it's going to be shifting. It's going to be going against Pluto in Aquarius, and then it'll go into Aries. And so this is going to be a massive transformation for a lot of you on the physical. It's going to be where you kickstart that health program. You kickstart being overly aware of your health and your wellness and what it is that that means for you, what it is that, that that says about you. How is it that I am taking care of myself or I'm not taking care of myself? I need to do that. I need to focus on myself because if I focus on myself, then I'm able to really build myself up to what it is that I know I am, am possibly or what it is I'm capable of being. And so here you are in this space where you're trying your hardest to avoid where you've been avoiding doing the work, this is where you're going to find yourself really having the ambition and the optimism to get it done. And that's really beautiful because you're going to kickstart how you see yourself in a way that's, that is pretty superficial, but it's beneficial to you because now you're going to be encouraged to do more when it comes to your health, encouraged to watch what it is that you put in your body, how you take care of yourself, how you're allowing yourself to, uh, appear to others, but also how you are appearing to yourself. What is it that makes you feel good? What is it that makes you smell good? What is your favorite scent? What is your favorite, um, you know, something that you enjoy that you haven't indulged in? What do you like to do for you? And how can, how much time can you dedicate to making sure it gets done? So with Venus going against Pluto, well, being connected with Pluto in Aquarius, this is what's going to help you to do that transformation on a deeper level, right? And then we're going to be entering into Aries season. Now, just a little bit about Aries. My sister is an Aries. I love Aries. Um, Chloe and Haley are a Cancer and Aries. So it's very interesting, their dynamic, because that is exactly how my sister and I are. Um, I am a Cancer, so you can imagine just how, you know, it's, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Um, but every season is going to bring you a lot of passion is going to bring a lot of, I'm, I'm speaking on a personal level first, before I go into the external, the chaos and the things that's happening externally. Um, Aries is a highly ambitious energy, very fearless, um, very confident, natural born cardinal energy, right? It is a natural born leader. What do I need to do? How do I need to get it done? I'm gonna get it done. I'm not waiting on you to do it. I'm not gonna sit in and wait on this person to give me approval to do it. We're gonna get her done. And in an external way, you can see that in how your local governments are led. I'm in Texas, so my local 
governor is I'm not going to speak about my personal views of him. I'm not even going to go into political wise. I'm just going to speak about decisions that have been made. And I'm going to say that the recent decision that was made to release certain um, mandates in Texas has been made abruptly, defying what has been told, defying what has been said, defying the facts. It's almost like picking and choosing which fact you like the most. And that's what's going to be utilized to make a decision. And that right there is going to backfire. Why? Because all of the fact we've seen this before. We've been here before. And so we're going to be seeing a replay. And if people are not utilizing what they know to be good for them, then it's going to backfire in their lives as well. So outside of that, in your personal life, you can take the same thing uh, Aries is very much so I, I've decided I made the decision I don't care what you think about it I'm gonna get it done even if deep inside they do care they're going to do what they feel is best for them first and then think about what happens later and so when you are thinking about us going into Aries season coming out of a very mutable energy which is Pisces now just because Aries season starts does not mean that the Piscean energy goes away because it's not we're still going to be under that until the transition takes place so about the first week or two into Aries season there's going to be a big shift in going with the flow and then now saying you're moving too slow or I don't like the way that's going I'm gonna take the initiative and go forward and and a lot of times when you do that with that energy, you're not paying attention to what all is included in that. It's like, I've seen the facts I need to see. I've seen what I need to see. And that's enough. I'm moving forward. I'm not waiting anymore. And this could be in many, many, many different areas in your life and external. So on an external, be very, be aware of the, the, decisions that are being made on your behalf that you may not agree with, and you need to make the decision that's best for you. And also in your personal life, making decisions that really are best for you and you're not making them out of haste. You're not making them out of anguish. You're not making them out of not seeing everything for what it is in the forefront. You're really making conscious decisions with everything that you know to be true in mind. Now, with an Aries energy, it's also very, very important that they are making decisions that are impactful that is is really impactful that's one of the things that's one of the gifts that an Aquarian has is they are I mean not an Aquarian I'm sorry um an Aries has is they're very forward thinking because they're a cardinal energy they're all about making the making taking the initiative and making the decision because they are used to being in position to have to do that it's knowing exactly what to do knowing exactly how to build something and just having it done. Now, Aries is ruled by Mars. <laughs> Mars is in Gemini, which is, listen, that's a whole nother story. I'm going to speak about what we're going to be dealing with at this time. Okay. So ruled by Mars, they, they have to be active. Mars is fire. Mars is action. And that is exactly what Aries is about. And so we're going into Aries season. We're going to have Venus in Aries. What does that 
look like? Well, Venus in Aries looks like taking control of what it is that you want. Like I said, wanting to kickstart that health program, wanting to do what it is that you need to do when it comes to business or when it comes to how you have neglected your appearance or what jobs work for you and what jobs don't and what you're needing to do for your family. Taking the initiative in these things is what is going to allow you to really go forward. So with Venus going into Aries, it's going to be a lot of ambition when it comes to the aesthetic of your life. Where do I live? What does that place look like? What does the energy of that place feel like? What have I ate today? What am I eating? How does that make me feel? What does that make me look like? What does this color look like on me? What does it smell? Does it smell go with my natural body chemistry? What is it? Those are the things that we're going to be more obsessed with. And Venus also rules finances and, and has a lot to do with abundance in that. So what is it that I am allowing myself to be a part of that's going to benefit me financially? And what does this money look like on me? What does this money look like for me? How can I build more of this with what it is that I'm getting from this? So that is, that is the thought process. That is the way that energy makes you feel. And then of course you're going to have after Venus goes into Aries, you'll have us officially on the 20th, the sun going into Aries. And then suddenly all of this is going to play out on how you look, how you feel, what this looks like. What is the perfect family for me? What does this relationship feel like for me? What is it that I want? How am I allowed this to affect what I see life as? Like all of these questions are going to be in your forefront because that is the energetic influence. Now, we're going to also have an Aries season, Mercury going against Uranus. Mercury is the planet that rules communication. It rules how you interact. It rules, you know, how you interpret it. It rules a lot of travel. It rules a lot. So with Mercury going into a Uranus, Uranus is the planet that is all about sporadic. It rules Aquarius, right? It is very much so sporadic. It is very much so... Um, <laughs> Uranus is very much so the planet that is about sudden change. It is about sudden shifts. It is about the future. And that's why it works very well with Aquarius because it's all about futuristic thinking. How is it that you are communicating that is going to benefit you going forward? So be mindful of the communication that comes into you. Be mindful of the sudden changes in travel plans. Be very mindful of how you decide to communicate. It could be communicating your feelings. It could be communicating what you don't want to do anymore. Ma making sudden changes in partnerships and jobs and making sudden changes about what you decide to be a part of. Uranus is all about utilizing your resources in unexpected ways that are very beneficial to not only you but others because again remember it rules Aquarius which is all about unity it's all about um we it's not about I so it is about how are these changes affecting everyone also keep in mind like I just spoke about in Texas how these changes have been happening with this um you know with the mandates being removed there's going to be you can expect sudden changes in either changing that order or that order biting you slapping the ass because 
Uranus is, is in effect. Okay. So the allow the unexpected <laughs> to allow room for the unexpected when it comes to this, because Uranus is all about science. It's all about utilizing resources that are beyond the surface. It is about futuri- futuristic thinking and um, awakening of what is considered dead, right? So awakening the thought process of a lot of people will be will be happening. So it's about the subconscious and waking up and being more aware and utilizing what you know. It is also rebellion, okay? So during this time, you can... You, you can just anticipate something happening that's causing an uproar, that's causing people to fight out, uh, fight against and take a stand and whatever. So Uranus is very much so going against the grain. It's going against anything that you would deem to be sudden um, traditional ways or conventional thinking, anything that's orthodox or under the radar Uranus is coming to disrupt so with Mercury going into Uranus in the middle of a of Aries season well soon as Aries season starts you can guarantee there being something that is happening that is going to blow our minds and put us in a space well not really blow our minds but put us in a space of where we're feeling like oh this is another awakening this is another uproar this is where shit is about to get crazy again you're going to feel that so be very mindful and also know that Mercury intellect, it's all about thinking outside of the box. So when it comes to resolving issues, when it comes to resolving how you see things and how you feel about things, think outside of the box, remind yourself with this fiery energy, with this energy that's taking us by storm, it's going to be very important to intellectualize your emotions. This is not about feeling it and allowing the feelings to navigate. It's about Processing those feelings, allowing those feelings to transmute into intellect and utilizing it in a way to move us forward. That's what it's about. Forward moving. Okay. Now, one of the main other things that is happening is Mars. (laughs) Planet of action, right? Planet of action, planet of fire, aggression, energy. It's very courageous, very competitive. It is the Aries planet. Okay. Um, it will be going, it also rules uh, objects like, uh, sharp instruments. So anything combustible, right? You have fire, um, and in order for Mars to be beneficial and used in a beneficial way, it has to be in an environment that supports that. So if it connects with something that's turmoil or if it connects with a lot of destruction, then it is only going to maximize that. It's going to be about survival at that point. If Mars is connected with an energy that is about, you know, a loving energy, a a compassionate energy, an energy that's not a lot of aggression, then it's going to help push forward the, the, unity right it's going to help it move forward so whatever mars connects to is what it's going to maximize on it is here to bring the fire it is here to bring the push forward so whatever it is that is connected to that is the result of what you'll get times 10 mars um (laughs) mars is energetic um And so it can cause with it being connected. Remember, it's being connected with Uranus in Aquarius. Uranus is in Aquarius. It's going to be 
going with Mercury connecting into Uranus, you're going to feel Mars. Uh, it could cause erratic outbursts. You know, suddenly this overflow of feelings, suddenly this overflow of what it doesn't like, suddenly this overflow of endings. And it's because it is connected with such a sporadic space. So be very mindful of what you're saying with, with Mercury and all of these planets doing their thing. Just be very mindful of how you speak and the things that you say and how you approach certain things and how you process certain things, because all of it will be evident with these particular planets. So we have Mars and then we're going to have Saturn. Mars and Saturn are going to be interconnected very closely. Saturn is an Aquarius. So you have Mars and Aquarius and you also have you also have um, Saturn and Aquarius. Saturn used to rule Aquarius. So Saturn and Uranus are what typically is associated with Aquarius. But Saturn is Saturn and Mars are more so, I would say, together because Saturn is all about discipline. Saturn is about tearing down your ideals that don't work. So wherever it is on a deep level, it's the authority figure. It is the, um, (laughs) discipline, control, denial, uh, limitation is what it rules, right? And it represents. So when you have Saturn and Pluto, which are both in Aquarius going deeply into the roots of humanity as well as individually you can expect there being a test when it comes to how you view people of authority how you view people of a certain statue how you come off as an authority figure this can affect your home life when it comes to your children when it comes to how you interact with your spouses how you interact with public officials how you deal with your own management skills, your lack of management skills, your um, your superiors at work or your, um, I hate the word superior, so I'm not going to say that, but your leadership at work, all of these things could come into uh, a play because Saturn is going to be making its rounds more active before it goes into retrograde. And so, well, which is later on, but you're going to be dealing with a lot of questioning. So people may be questioning you, your positions, questioning where you stand, or you could be doing the same thing. This could be people trying to break free with Saturn being an Aquarius. It's resisting this type of authoritative behavior. It's resisting this idea of someone being superior to you. It's resisting the inferiority. It's it's resisting anything that goes against where it is that we're trying to go moving forward. And that could be in your relationships. That could be in any area of your life, more so socially as well. So again, during this time of airy season, be on the lookout for a lot of uproars, a lot of changes, a lot of shifts, um, a lot of combativeness when it comes to politics. I would suggest staying away from that kind of stuff just to keep your mind sane because shit gonna get crazy in airy season. So... Um, those are the main things that I'm feeling or what that's happening astrologically when it comes to Aries season, we're going to have the sun and Pluto, Venus and Pluto, Venus going into Aries, sun and Aries, Mercury and Uranus doing their thing. And then you're going to have Mars and Saturn 
being very connected. And all of this is before we have the full moon in Libra. And as I explained, the full moons are all about release. So as this is building up, as this energy is coming up, we're going to be finding ourselves in positions that are going to cause us to already be on edge. The fire is burning. And then the Libra full moon is here to help us release that. And when you release things, of course, it's not going to be a peaceful release always because there is a lot of fire that is going on. So in order to get something out, it's like no more avoiding, no more pretending it didn't happen, no more acting like everything is cool and we back to normal because we ain't. All of these things are going to come up and it's going to be a spot of all of a sudden we arguing. All of a sudden we at odds. All of a sudden we don't get along no more. All of a sudden we at we at each other's throats. All of a sudden. And it's not an all of a sudden things. These are things that are still boiling that have been looked over yet once again. Things that people are trying to skate over. Hope that they die down so we don't have to think about it. And then we're back at square one. Okay. So in your personal lives, what could be coming up? Um, well, first, before I go into all of that, I want you guys to be reminded that everything that happens, everything that is happening is to make your life better. It is not to destroy your life. So regardless to what unfolds, whatever is unfolding is here to help push you forward, to help you get into a better space and to go towards where it is that you've been asking God to, to take you. So please understand that and understand it's about perspective. Regardless to what unfolds, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. And anything that you attach yourself to make sure that you allow yourself to discern. Is this something that I'm allowing myself to be a part of because it's going to work for me? Or is this something that I'm allowing myself to be a part of just to say I'm a part of something? Because you don't want to be an unnecessary fire when you got your own fires to put out. Okay. Now. During this time, you can find yourself dealing with heartbreak, getting over heartbreak, going through heartbreak, trying to find your way to move beyond that. This energy is going to support that because it's going to help you with seeing it for what it is and not being stuck. Aries energy is all about pushing forward. And with all of the support with the other planets, it's going to help you to get up out of that rut that a lot of people have still been in about things that have happened. Remember, 2020 was the initiation into a rebirth, a transformation, a restart of a decade, but not just a decade, but over 37 years of your life. So think about what your life has been for the last 37 years. And for a lot of people, you're not even 37 yet. So however... For the last 37 years, there have been roots that have been planted, there have been grown, there have been things that have been discarded, there have been ways that you have avoided doing the work. And here we are starting a new decade. We're only in year one of the new decade. There's a lot of work that has to be done before we can see the fruition of where it is that we are hoping to be. You don't just wake up and then suddenly everything is, is great. No, there's work that has to be done. And so that heartbreak that you haven't healed from, that pain that you haven't gotten through, that uh, disregard that you had for your for the heartbreak you caused, all of those things are going to be coming up. And this is where you are going to have to, um, you're going to have to deal with it. And what I would highly suggest is you do so before the eclipse season starts, which is summer. Because when eclipse season starts, that means you have three eclipses back to back to back. And so shit gets crazy. 
And being that they're going to be, you know, things are going to get crazy. So it's important that you handle what you're needing to handle before you are forced to. And and for a lot of people, we're at this space where you're having to, you're forced to, because you've neglected this for so long. You're sitting in soaking in the pain when the action is needed on your part to take, to go forward. You've missed out on what you've loved, what you've wanted, what you, you know, some of you, it's the heartbreak of getting over and getting through the pain of what you missed out on, but also what you didn't even realize you wanted until now and feeling like it's too late. It's like, no, don't look at, at the opportunities in the world as though, oh, I've missed my opportunity. You've never missed your opportunity. Opportunity is all around you. It's time for you to see it and move forward beyond where you have been allowing yourself to be. So every season for you could be very much so allowing yourself to walk away from whatever you've been holding on. You've been holding on to an illusion of pain for some of you is holding on to what you thought was hurtful. But the only thing that's more hurtful is the fact that you yourself haven't acknowledged what you have allowed to stay longer than it needed to. There's a lot of baggage claim. There's a lot of things that you've held on to grabbed up along the way that is not even yours. And so I idealistically it's choosing to walk away from that, but also taking inventory of what is not even yours to even discern through. So every season is giving you that push It's helping you. And then others of you, again, it's the release. It's the, it's the wanting to let go of something, fearing that if you do, that you're not going to be in a space that you thought you were in, which you won't, but that's again, working for you. That's good because you'll be in a more authentic space. You can't build from illusion. You can't build from deception. You have to build from truth. And if that is coming from a space of trying to find out where you, where you feel you belong when it comes to your life in general, that's where you're wanting to go. You're wanting to go in the space that's more authentic to who you are, not for where you feel you need to be based on perception. And a lot of a lot of times we get in these spaces where we don't even know what we want. We don't even know what we desire. We don't even know what we need. And that's where every season is here to tell you. You're going to make some inventory changes and you're going to sit back and look at your life and you're going to make some decisions or they're going to be forced to be made for you. This is also going to help you when it comes to your emotions and it comes to your life and it comes to your love and it comes to choosing what it is that you really thought you wanted in the first place. There's a lot of grounding that is required and a lot of rebuilding and a lot of planning and a lot of choosing that you're going to have to do that nobody else can do for you. No one else can do, but it's needed so that you can heal because you can't get what you think you deserve until you heal. And you can't heal until you accept that you have parts of you that definitely need to heal. And that is a recovery process in itself. So there's a lot of passion. There's a lot of moving forward. There's a lot of strategic planning that is required, but more so there's just a lot of heaviness that is being released. And the beauty of that is, is if you've been living in your truth and you've been living in authenticity, this is going to work great for you. It's not going to be just the easiest wake up and it's beautiful every day, but it's going to be, it's going to be good for you. But if you're someone who has been living in a space where you have been over, overly using your power, you haven't been 
unfair to other people. You've been manipulative. You've been deceitful. You've been someone who's done a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of uh, things that have destroyed families. And you've done a lot of the, the opposite of helping people to move forward beyond this space of karmic retribution. Um, you're going to feel it. And not that it's going to hurt you because I want it to hurt you, but it's going to hurt you because you're going to finally see yourself for the truth of what you are and not the illusion that you told yourself you are for so long. This means that for some of you, fear can rise up. Now that people know the truth, how will you be viewed? You know, this is also going to make you question your worth, make you regret you know, certain things. And I want to encourage you not to be stuck in that energy. Please don't be stuck in that energy. You need to see you for who you really are, but you need to detach from this idea that you were ever viewed as perfect because you weren't. Everyone has already seen you for who you truly are, but you. And now you're showing up in a space thinking that people are going to reject you for something they didn't know was true about you. But the whole time they knew what you were about. They knew who you were. They were waiting for you to show up to the party. So here you go with the opportunity to release, purge and surrender yourself for who you thought you were coming off as and stepping into the truth of who you are, making that step taking the initiative so that you can really connect to the truth of everything that you deserve and desire and really rebuild on solid ground. So every season is going to be a work. It's going to be work, right? It's going to be work and it's going to be highly, highly revelationary. Um, It's going to show you a lot of yourself and it's going to show you a lot about people as if you don't know a lot about people right now we know people we see people we know people for who they are but a lot of times we like to live in this illusion of what we're hoping something would be also in relationships this is going to be very highly transformative this is going to be where people are going to really be focusing on healing those relationships and and healing uh the core of what they want familiarized they are trying to really unify in a way that helps you to rebuild and that's what's happening we're we're people are really trying to build following hearts trying to rebuild with their heart and mind except instead of in spite it and that's that's beautiful right? That's what we want to do. That's what we need to do. We need to evolve. And the only way to evolve is to deal with the truth of who you are, right? Okay. So this air season, I mean, (laughs) this airy season, take into account the different things that may come up politically. There are going to be a lot of things happening. We know that it's a lot of shit. Let me drink one. I had to take a sip on that because it's a lot of shit happening. And regardless to what your views are politically, this is again, we're going out of this idea of one side better than the other side, because if any side is not for the people, then no side matters. And that's just that's just how we have to look at it going forward, because there's just a lot of unnecessary foolishness going on on both sides everywhere. And I hate the both sides talk, but I'm going to tell you straight up, like, if it's for the people, I'm for it. If it's not for the people, I'm not. And whichever, whoever falls under those categories, sayonara. You know what I mean? That's just how it has to be. Because if you're so stuck on a particular name of something, then you're going to miss the point. 
And we're here to change lives. We're here to evolve lives. We're here to help people. We're here to evolve people. We're here to do better for people, but also for our homes. This is about our homes. This is about building our lives up. This is about rebuilding and moving beyond that destitution of thought. If we can't be in a space where we agree on that, then what are we doing? What are we doing? So every season, allow yourself to just be aware. No more illusion. No more, no more pretending. No more acting like. No, what are you really about? And what does that look like for everyone else that's connected to you? Okay? So this has been your March Astrological Overview 2.0. Hope that it gives you even more clarity than the first. And um, until our next Daily Dose of Energy, guys, I love your freaking souls. Bye.